all fuff. Let's stop pretending we do anything around here. Everyone, take the week off and be with your so-called loved ones. Oh, really? I forgot I had loved ones. It's a human resources miracle. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through the Hulu reboot of one of the greatest TV shows Fox and Comedy Central ever canceled. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And I always laugh because I cannot believe we're doing a Hulu reboot of this show. And today we're talking about Hulu reboot of this show. Uh, (laughs) Episode title, I Know What You Did Next Xmas. IMDb's summary of this episode, Bender and Zoidberg travel through time to attack Robot Santa. There's a lot more that goes into it, but before we get into that, I think it's time for a very special edition of Outsourcing Mike's Bits. I don't know why I said it was an extra special version. Uh, it's just a normal day for me. Um, but I will say we only have six cards left. We are running out. We're running out of would you rather pod decks. So boy, howdy, we're going to have to open a new pack. But for now, let's get that good, good uh, special edition shuffle of six cards. Let's see what we've got, my friend Ben. Yes. Boy, uh, I, I feel like I should put a content warning uh, right here because it's all about uh, arachnophobia. Okay. So, would you rather be covered in bees or spiders? Would you rather be covered in bees or spiders? Well, um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I... I, I love whenever I hear. So here's the thing. I'm like, all right, here's here's some card lawyering coming. No, no, zero card lawyering. Um, so unless oh, uh, it's the letter uh-huh. B instead of the no. I'm sure it says no, it B-E-E. is. Um, it's it spelled it's spelled B E E S. So it is talking about the insect bees. So I have. Uh, at various times in my life, uh, had phobias to both of those things. Wonderful. So, um, I now I'm a, I'm going to assume here that the spiders in question are not poisonous or venomous. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being specific. Uh, technically correct, the best kind of correct. Right. So I'm going to assume that they're not venomous because, um. Uh, that <laughs> that seems that, bad, that, and also that would not last very long for now, you specifically. Um, now, with that said, I have also seen uh, the movie My Girl, where he spoilers for this old old movie. Uh, I'm also depressed that it's an old movie now, but uh, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin 
dies from all the bees. So I think that was Macaulay Culkin. Um, he certainly is in My Girl. Uh, yeah, he dies from all the bees. So, you know, uh, fears of that. So I, I guess, you know, the bees could probably kill me. But on the other hand, people wear beards of bees. So okay. like if we're talking just like bumblebees, like they're pretty chill. Mm hmm. But uh, I I still free like the thing about bees is they move very fast and can sure. fly in three dimensions. Mm-hmm. Whereas spiders are generally they they move in two dimensions at a time. Um, I mean, so, there, there is a very, a very clever man that is able to do it in three. And he and he is part man, part spider. Of course, man spider. So um, <laughs> all that to say, because I'm, I'm, I'm killing time here because I don't want either of these things. But correct. When I will say that uh, I, I, I no longer have a like freeze free, like fight or flight. It's more of a fight, uh, flight or freeze response. Um, sure. I still have that for bees. Like, okay. Um, not, not as much for like bumblebees, but for like wasps and things. Like I just, right. It, it drives me nuts. Being, if we are being technically correct, uh, wasp is not a bee. Yeah, I know, but there's they sound and look <laughs> similar. They like, are similar. The, the wasps have jumped onto the bees. It, They've bitten the bees' skis, and then you know it's just trying to get through it. This is all cursed content, Jesus. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, it's the same sort of trigger responses, right? I sure, know yeah. they're not. I know bees are not hornets, and hornets are not bees. And mm-hmm. wasps are not either. But anyways, I know all of that. But mm-hmm. uh, I still very much have a like flight or freeze response to those. Whereas sure. with spiders, like I'll see one and I'll be like, oh, Jesus, that guy's a big one. OK. And then like, it's fine. I've mostly gotten over my arachnophobia. OK. So if I have to pick, I guess it would be the spiders. You know what? I did not see this this uh this this uh ruling coming down. I did not realize that it was it was this it could because for me it's very easy. I am not a fan of spiders. Um I had to throw away some com or put put compost in the compost bin today uh yesterday. Big old spider right next to it. I was like uh and just like keeping my distance because I just want to get this done and get out of here. Um bees they're mostly okay. I do. I don't love it when they're zooming at me. But like you said, people wear them as as beards. Uh, so I think I could probably do that. And I imagine that this is not like a twenty four hours thing. This is probably for a may- maybe a moment or two. You'd be covered in bees, and then the 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 beekeeper comes in, is like, "Cool, here's all the smoke," and then and all the and all the bees fly away from the smoke because that's what they do. I think. I don't know. I'm now, not a bee guy. Does your answer change knowing that? Macaulay Culkin died from being surrounded by bees in that movie and they they attacked him. Well, uh, I did just the slightest bit of research when you mentioned the movie <laughs> and it says he was allergic to most everything. So, and I know I'm pretty sure I'm not allergic to bee stings. It's never 
hap- it's never been a question in my life. So, you know, I think I'm probably good on that. So, okay. you know, just b- being surrounded by bees, I don't think would kill me. And if even if so, like maybe I could find some carpenter bees. And if I made any of the listeners cry by remembering that scene where Macaulay Culkin dies from the bee stings in the movie My Girl, mm-hmm. uh, tweet at Back to Futurama and let me know about rem- your feelings on that movie. And remember, he's not as much as, of a monster as I am because of uh-huh. the, uh, the, uh, the, the Jurassic Park incidents. I, I don't remember much of that movie. I just remember my sister watched it and was just like torn apart by the the death in that movie and mm-hmm. i think i was too young to like process like emotions from movies yet because i was sure. just like yeah whatever is a movie and then like i'm sure like three years later if i watched that same movie i would have been like but but the be he the, oh my god ah legitimately she's when you crying over his body at the funeral I, I will say this though when you brought up yep. a movie and bees that was not the one i was expecting you to go to but maybe it's because i've watched some uh, nicholas cage content on tiktok recently and i'm like he's gonna talk about the wicker man with the bees i've never seen it let's talk about uh futurama i know what you did last last nope i know what you did <laughs> next xmas because time travel is involved it's Xmas. Uh, Happy Xmas, everyone. We we go back to a few Futurama staples, including time travels and Xmases. It's the Christmas, sorry, the Xmas episode for this season of Futurama, which there won't be anything airing during December, so why not? Uh, why late, not throw it late in late August? It, end of August. Um, yeah the uh, the whole episode is about um. They uh, they decide uh, the professor sort of unilaterally decides that he's going to use his time machine, which he has installed a reverse gear on so it can actually mm-hmm. go backwards in time now. Right. Because he could only go forwards before. He's going to go backwards to the year that uh, Santa went evil and change the little dial on the back of his head from uh naughty to nice which is it's it's unhelpfully designed by the way because it is this is why ux is important ux is very important um because it is uh basically it has because naughty and nice are two ins uh it's it's a it's an in on both sides of i guess this kind of screw that you can put a coin into and turn and then both but both but there's no logical up and down or you know which one's naughty which one's nice it's hard to tell from the ui so bad design there people that made mm-hmm, robot santa mm-hmm. bad design everyone that robot santa has killed over the years uh is a victim of bad ux right so. even regardless of what what this episode tries to suggest that someone in the room is is you know this was his fault it's not it's whoever designed that one component yeah, exactly. That's I I've said it here first. So Me too. Uh, I've also said it. You said it here second. So uh <laughs> you're you're the Buzz Aldrin to my Neil Armstrong. Which one of them played golf on the moon? I don't think either of them played golf on the moon. Somebody played golf um, on the moon. I think that was a like Apollo 14 or something. It was a it was a later Apollo mission. Oh man. Um you would play golf on the moon. Though. I would. 
Alan Shepard in 1971. On which Apollo mission? Apollo 14. You were right. Nailed it. Boom. Boy, Ben, big, big Ben W in this, in this episode. So, uh, yeah, they, the, uh, professor goes back in time or so he, uh, yeah, he goes back in time. He does to, definitely go back in time. He goes back in time to when the Planet Express building was just a meat, uh, market, uh, which I am infatuated with the idea of that. Which they even, which the the widow's walk has has the changed name on it. Wh- 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 widow's walk. You know, I, the, I caught the widow's walk, and I have to talk about it. <laughs> Look, I've got a sound drop for you saying widow's walk. So every time they're out on the widow's walk, I have to hit the button. Um, right. They even they even put uh, uh, lights on razor uh, razor blades uh, out there on the widow's walk. Wh- 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 widow's walk. So to protect against robots, Anna. Uh, so yeah, they're they're all preparing for Robot Santa when um, the professor decides to go back in time, change Santa from naughty to nice, and then everything will be fine. He also he he again throws shade at Fry for becoming his own grandpa, which is always hilarious to me. <laughs> um, Professor, isn't it risky to go back in time and change history? Oh my, yes. But I'll go alone to minimize the chance of anyone becoming their own grandfather. These things happen. No, they don't. <laughs> Which is such a great line. Uh-huh. I mean, in fairness, imagine that you had a partner who was his own grandpa, and then every now and then he just brought that up. Like, you would you would start to question your life choices, I'm sure, at some point. <laughs> So the professor goes back in time uh, and he believes that he has uh, changed Santa from naughty to nice. But you know what they say about a naughty to nice dial in the first act, Mike? Um, you, you you learn what it twisted to in the third act. Exactly. So they all Which decide... Which we do. That does happen. <laughs> they all decide to have a wonderful Christmas for the... Fr- Xmas, excuse me. Keep saying the wrong thing. <laughs> they all decide to have a wonderful Xmas time for the first time since before the Beatles wrote that song because it's ruined every Christmas since. So we have different opinions of that song <laughs> very clearly. I know that's why I brought it up. I know you like that song and uh, you're wrong. Also, is so it, is it, isn't that just a Paul McCartney specific? Yeah, it came, came out in the 80s, so. Yeah, it's Paul McCartney. Okay, so I apologize to three of the four Beatles uh, for implicating them in the war crime yeah, but, that is Wonderful Christmas Time. But not Paul. Uh, simply you know having a did, wonderful Christmas war crime. So, <laughs> anyways, boy, we're off track. So I do want to point out that you know, we, Robot Santa is a decent amount of this episode, um, but the only thing he seems to really do until uh, the climactic end of it is like look at things that are vaguely like cookie shaped and be like cookie and start to eat it. That's all he Hashtag really ever relatable. Does. So that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But yeah, it, it does very much seem like that's his like one thing that he does in this episode, which is kind of funny because we've gotten so much understanding of who the robot Santa is. It's like, mm-hmm. well, it would be boring if he's just killing more people. Maybe he just eats cookies the entire episode for some reason. And then also the table and also like uh, uh, his his own dial. 
everyone decides to have a wonderful Xmas time, um, despite the song. Simply having War a Crime. wonderful Xmas time. Uh, and yeah, this is the, <laughs> this is literally the first time in all of these people's lives, except for Fry, who get to have an Xmas that is not. They think they're about to have an Xmas that is not ruined by Santa trying to kill them. And uh, they all decide to have uh, fantastic dinners with families. And I am just let's let's talk about the turducken in the room. Oh, thank I, God. I We're love talk about the turduckens. The joke where it's just like everyone makes turducken yeah, for I, Xmas now. <laughs> I did not remember turducken being an xmas favorite i did not yeah i literally just, looked it up i'm like is this something i should have known <laughs> or is this a joke they're creating for this episode i don't know i still don't know i mean turducken definitely had like its moment when the oh, sure the like, real turducken yeah i'm talking well, about whether or not it's a xmas favorite in the futurama universe Oh no 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 no! That's that's brand new to this episode. Okay, excellent. I thought you were because talking about like, real life. No no no! <laughs> A big man like me not knowing about their ducking, please. <laughs> uh, no, I was just like I remember like they've talked about Xmas favorites before, like mm-hmm. the palm trees and stuff. Uh, but I was like, is is Turducken one of them that I just like in in a throwaway line? And I Googled it and I'm like, no, it seems like it's very specific to this nope. one. It's brand new. Mike, have you ever had Turducken? No, I, uh, uh, most of the time I just eat the regular uh, turkey. I'm not a fancy man sometimes when it comes, especially for uh, for uh, Thanksgivings or, or American Thanksgivings or uh, in our time, Christmases, uh, tend to eat just uh, just turkeys. So back home, a friend of mine, he, uh, well, the very first Friendsgiving that I did. Um, okay. My then roommate and current friend of the pod, uh, Nate, uh, mm-hmm. decided he was going to order like special order a turducken. And it was like pretty good, but it was like, you know, flash frozen, flash frozen, sure. shipped across the United States. Um, it was it, it wasn't it wasn't fresh and craving death like the one in the sewers. Exactly. Um, unlike all the other ones that I've had. So. <laughs> It was like it was good, but like it had it had some kind of uh, atypical sort of Cajun spices in it that I don't okay. really associate with like uh, Thanksgiving. But, I can um, see that, but I can also see that tasting pretty good. Um, and so after that, uh, my friend Patrick was like, "No, screw this! I'm going to make my own turducken." And so for every year. <laughs> It does feel like that is a gauntlet moment. Like, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. We're doing it. Look, he spends literally a day deboning two birds to shove into other birds. Uh, it's a process. It's an undertaking. I don't think he actually debones all three of them. I think two of the three get deboned. Anyways, he has to debone multiple birds to shove sure. inside other birds. Sure. Again, and not like the fresh ones. Let me tell you, like every year, he was always like, I'm not doing this again. This is too much. And then we'd all sit down and eat it. And he'd be like, all right, I guess I'm doing this next year. <laughs> because <laughs> I, lo- I love it. It's, it's so delicious. Like, despite, I don't love doing it, but it's so delicious. Despite its crime against nature. Sure. Of 
shoving birds into other birds to be cooked. It's so good because here's the thing. I love duck. Duck is so sure. Just like duck's great. The, it, it's it's just so good. But you can't. You, ducks are small. You can't have enough duck to feed an entire Thanksgiving. Sure. So. You know, but it's it's like tender. It's it's moist. Like it's it's great. It's just it's great flavor. And then you yeah, get like turkey flavor which, bomb. Turkey tends to be kind of dry. Sure. It's not the most flavorful. You combine these birds and then you get like, yeah, okay, most of it is still this kind of dry, you know, some somewhat dry. It's, he cooked it very well. It wasn't like super dry, but like sure, it wasn't sure. like duck. But, but you get turkey this, is it turkey is fickle on how it wants to be cooked. Yes. You have to make sure you're cooking it the right way for it to be juicy and juicy and terrific. Right. So you you get the the sort of drier turkey that doesn't have quite as much flavor, but then you get little bites of the duck in there. Mm-hmm. Mike, it's so good. It's so I much work, and I'm you. glad I never yeah. had to do it. But turducken's yeah. very good. This is one of those times in which I'm I'm probably never going to eat this thing, and that's fine. <laughs> um. Anyways, so yeah, they they do the turducken thing, which is it was a very funny joke because it was like. One one of these little family get togethers is like, we're going to make the, the traditional turducken. And then everyone does a turducken. Right. Including it, it, the know. 3D printed one. Yeah, yeah that was very good. Um, which and- I laughed so hard at that end shot where they all bring in their turduckens and the sure. the professor's turducken has all the little lines that you see on yeah. like a 3D printed thing. I about died laughing yeah, that, it was at just very that good. one visual I, I that one visual and and especially when Qbert gets added to the table <laughs> it it was hilarious for that reason but also because I'm like are they doing a human centipede thing with these turduckens I mean it's already turduckens are already a crime <laughs> against nature why so not why not why not go the full full distance uh yeah, Kiff's turducken is a is a turdolphin, uh, which, which was a, a funny take cute. on it. And uh, yeah, as previously mentioned, uh, Leela's family, they don't need to shove birds into other birds. Down in the sewers, they're just already all birds inside of each other. So this which, is fine. And again, they crave death. And it makes sense. I wouldn't, if I were a bird stuffed in another bird, which is also stuffed in another bird, I'd want death easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 100%. We serve fresh turducken, Leela. They roam the sewers in huge flocks. Are they hard to catch? Oh, no. They crave death. They all have these family get-togethers. And it's it's nice and quaint and, like... Everyone's having a wonderful Xmas time. Except and, for uh, Zoidberg and Bender. Right. Because they don't get invited anywhere. They don't have families. Um, and so they get drunk on garbage nog. They, it's so strong. They immediately get drunk on the fumes. Uh-huh. Which, sign me up. Yep. They So they get drunk on garbage nog. They decide to uh, ruin the professor's plan of 
making Santa nice so that uh because now Santa's supposedly nice so they're like well we'll just we'll just kill him we'll go back in time and kill him I don't think they want to kill him immediately they want to kidnap him I got oh, yeah. Can- yeah 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 that's true they do <laughs> you're right they don't want to kill him they just want to kidnap him and then they accidentally kill him yes like any good Santa crime, like I watched the Santa Claus. He doesn't pull out a gun and shoot Santa. He accidentally like that's right, an right. accidental death. It's now, it's still on Tim death. Allen because oh, sure. he, he does become Santa Claus as per the Santa Claus. Right. right. It's, so, you know, <laughs> it is amazing that in this recording we have referenced multiple Tim Allen vehicles. Do you think, is Tim Allen in the Santa Claus like a Mega Man type figure? Because (laughs) Mega Man kills his enemies and then absorbs their power. Um, Or is he more of a Kirby? He could be more of a, well, I'd assume he he did not. Does he consume Santa? uh, I assume he does not. Uh, Bender and Zoidberg do attempt to grind Santa into meat. And they, consume uh, him. Th- there's a lot of the uh, the the previous discussion of this being a meat market does a lot of work later in the episode where it's like we have a meat locker and we have this giant meat grinder for the only mm-hmm. reason is because it used to be a meat market 200 years ago, which is very funny to set that up like that. It's it's very good. I was originally worried that that was going to be some kind of like it like some context had been lost and it was like a gay bar or something. I'm like, Oh, Futurama, why are you doing this? And then I was delighted when it actually was a meat market. I was like, Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So, uh, they, yeah, they, they accidentally kill Santa and then their entire rest of the plot is trying to dispose of the corpse of a dead robot Santa, (laughs) which they, they try so many different things that are just all so ill-advised. One point so, they're trying to flush him down. I will say this because which which does fit in Bender's backstory, but still. Mm-hmm. I will say this because we've had multiple <laughs> Xmas episodes of Futurama um including the the two originals which are just like Santa's trying to like murder people. Mm-hmm. He's in the first movie where he's just trying to murder people. And so I was like, okay, we're doing another Xmas episode, obviously, from the, the sure. title. And uh, I was a little worried that this episode was going to be kind of stale. I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, yeah. They're like, actually, it's going to be a whole thing about disposing a corpse. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm in. A perfect, cl- a perfect classic Christmas Xmas episode. story. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's it. They they clearly they were like, well, we can't just do him trying to destroy everyone again. Mm-hmm. Although we did not get an Antonio Millhouse on this one, which is sad. Um, but we did it not. Is, it was it was great to see like a different thought process going into. Well, we have this murderous Santa character, but we don't want him to be just kind of murdery for the entire show. Oh, I got it. Right. <laughs> He's so a yeah, they. They literally the entire plot of Santa is just them trying to dispose of a corpse in increasingly weird ways because they're just like, oh, we'll just we'll row him out to the river and and dump him in the uh, water, which is one of my 
favorite visual gags in the in maybe the whole series where Bender pulls out <laughs> yes. the 50 pound weights and puts it on Santa and he's like, wait, hold on. And he draws zeros on it <laughs> like that's going to make a difference. <laughs> you know, what's it was funny. So stupid. And I laughed so hard. <laughs> I know it was very good. I legitimately thought, well, this is going to work. <laughs> I was waiting for it to work, too. Oh, my God. Because I'm like, that would be that would be would... absolutely within yeah, yeah. Futurama's there... wheelhouse. Just be like, oh, yeah, I yeah. drew some zeros on it and this shouldn't work. But it's it does. The, it's the kind. It's the kind of cartoon logic that Futurama sometimes lets lets work and sometimes doesn't. Right. That this time it felt like yeah, this it work, felt no like problem. it was gonna work. Yeah, I was one hundred percent on the same page. <laughs> I was like, oh, so he draws the thing. It's like I was waiting for it to do nothing, nothing, and then just sink. Right. And then we didn't. And then it didn't sink. And I was like, oh, you played me, Futurama. <laughs> you played me. Such a funny gag. Oh my it's god. Very it was so good. Uh, speaking of things that we we were uh we laughed at, I uh at one point uh when before they ki- accidentally kill Robot Santa, they're running from him into the the main chamber for the, what I'm assuming is the Christmas the Xmas chamber because that's the really the only time we ever see this chamber. It's also where they go to smell smell things in uh, the yes. smelloscope. It's also the smelloscope. But yes, when they're running there, uh, I believe Zoidberg's like, use the time machine. And Bender grabs it and smashes <laughs> it over Robot Santa's head, which I laughed so hard at that my wife, who is not even in the building, she's in her detached office with doors and windows closed, heard me. <laughs> so that that says a lot uh-huh. about how hard I laughed in that moment, because clearly the expectation is they get in the, the especially with Futurama, you get in it, you move, go off to some other time mm-hmm. for him to just use it to just bludgeon the robot Santa. Uh-huh. Just wonderful. Incredible. Loved it. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of the two things happening uh, is Bender and Zoidberg trying to uh, get rid of the body by flushing it down the toilet, dumping it in the river, chopping it up, uh, con- literally consuming it. Um, there's there, a point where Bender's also... like, we got to eat this corpse. <laughs> yeah. They also uh, attempt to use acid, which uh, uh, I believe Zoidberg puts it into a trash bag uh-huh. and then f- comes flying through the ceiling and then it eats through the ground and they fall through that too, uh, which uh, is oh, chef's kiss. Wonderful. So, so there's that. And then it's the rest, like all the other... Uh, Planet Express crew just have nice Xmases like, uh, you know, uh, Amy and Kiff. Uh, I, I like that their kids are now like part of the cast. Like yeah. it would have been very easy to do the, uh, you know, status quo thing of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got kids, but they've got this like eternal babysitter and they just don't have like. Right. So it was nice to see them. Yeah, there have um, been really in this episode. There were some really good callbacks to that, and because mm-hmm. uh, and on the uh, so around the uh, fireplace, there were also all of the little stockings for Nibbler's worms, which I thought uh-huh. was very funny. So yeah, I, I like that they're kind of keeping some of that together in uh, in canon. Yeah, and it was it was good attention to detail with those stockings too, because a Bender's stocking is just like a big metal foot cup, which was very funny. Yeah, very good. And then Amy's stocking has three little stockings hanging out under right. it. Very and good. then yeah, the stockings for Nibbler's worms, uh, which also gave away the like, and I'm I'm sure it was intended to give this away. But when 
the uh, when Bender and Zoidberg supposedly go back in time to um, kidnap Robot Santa, you can see all of those stockings gotcha. in the background. And so if they did go to last year, those they don't have there. the kids, they don't have the worms. So, like, if you're paying attention, you know that they, I mean, also the episode's called I Know What You Did Next Xmas, so, you know, it's not yeah. that big of a secret. <laughs> But, but it um, is it is very funny uh, to 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 I because I didn't catch that. I'm sure I would catch it on another reviewing. But it is very funny to have that kind of foreshadowing. What they think they're doing is not what they're doing, especially uh-huh. because, again, they got drunk off that dumpster nog real fast. Right. But yeah, everyone else has a has a nice little Xmas with like families, and it's it's you know not over. Not overly saccharine, uh, like a lot of Christmas episodes can be, but like, mm-hmm. you know, they're all just together and and having a good uh, Xmas uh, for the first time ever and um, having their various turduckins, uh, which, again, just hilarious. Um, and then um, it uh, it all comes together at the end when they're like, oh, they like they all realize that. uh Bender and Zoidberg weren't invited to any of these uh, mm-hmm. events, so they all bring their events to Planet Express as to to be like, "Yay, we're gonna we're gonna do this mm-hmm. with including, you because you're part of our family, right?" Including all of the turduckins and the turdolphin, and the three D printed turduckin, which is just <laughs> the funniest thing. A major plot point that we kind of missed talking about is that Bender keeps getting these notes about. Uh, someone saying, I know what you did next Xmas, mm-hmm. which is the yeah, name of the, the episode. Yeah. Um, and then right at the end, as they're all celebrating, they do, uh, get attacked by robot Santa who does try to kill them mm-hmm. because, um, they, d- then, so in the middle of all of this, as they're hiding, Bender and Zoidberg come from the past to kidnap robot Santa and accidentally saves everyone in the process. Right. Um, in some classic Futurama, like weirdness about time travel. Right. But everything works out because now they've, they've, uh, saved, uh, everyone except robot Santa's definitely still alive. They're drinking punch out of his head and he's like, yeah, he's still there. And yeah, so what 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 ends up happening, uh, or, or is what determined, or something like that, is that Santa's still evil. So what profess- uh-huh. the professor did is that he made a fry of himself and went back in time and turned his nice to naughty. So he is the reason for this rampage for two hundred plus years. Um, Except and, as previously uh, discussed, uh, it's the bad UX on Robot Santa. Yes, we've uh, yes he was he was led to me. It was a dark uh, uh, what is it a dark pattern that he was he was mm-hmm. he felt found himself in. Uh, that being said, uh, the I know what you did next Xmas. Uh, it was that he knows what Bender did next Xmas. It's not that he killed Robot Santa. It's that he became friends with Zoidberg and is blackmailing him. And then, yeah, that so that was my one complaint with this episode <laughs> is that I will and say we, it, sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying like, yeah, it's it's kind of like a nothing in nothing burger ending. But it is very funny that it's like, well, do you accept Amy's Venmo? 
Right. Of course which, he does. Which, which then, instead of Robot Santa like getting a QR, just starts eating Amy's phone, which is such a ridiculous mm-hmm. vision. That was just, I, I enjoyed that, even though it was kind of a nothing ending. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about this last episode, about how this season feels like it's having a hard time sticking the landings at the end. And yeah, this episode... Like I I loved a lot of things about this episode and we'll get back we'll get into that when we get to vibes but um I do feel like my my one big complaint about this episode was that it ends how it ends which is just like oh yeah I was not dead and also I'm the one who's been sending you these things because for not because you killed me, but because I'm blackmailing you because you became friends with Zoidberg. Now give me money. All right, cool. We did it. End of episode. And yeah, it's like, where it's you kind such of a don't even weird way to, to re- like, yeah, you could, you could have easily, uh, had, I don't know. I mean, like the, the, the warning messages Bender has been getting don't even really play into the plot that much. Yeah, they really do um, not. So it could you, have just been that you could they, have just had like the end of the episode be like maybe like robot Santa's robot brains leak out of his head, and so like you see them crawl across the floor. So he's not really dead. His brains escaped. Like it's more of a cliffhanger ending. Like, There's no yeah, weird yeah. like oh by the way I'm blackmailing you for dumb reasons. Right. Or it could have just been like. Every you get rid of the I saw I know what you did next Xmas those things and all you do after everyone is happy and they they see them being saved you just have because Leela is drinking out of the robot Santa's head anyway uh-huh. he just starts like you just see his his mouth light up and he's just like <laughs> oh or like how his eyes always do that like he flips from yeah, nice yeah, yeah. to naughty exactly like you, that's all you have had the, to do have that's that all you flip. had to do and then and, yeah. And, Perfect yeah, ending. But, but I do think they were like, well, we already kind of started this story of I know what you did next Xmas. We have to we have to resolve that. So it's like, well, I don't know. It really wasn't that important, but we got to resolve right. it. Right. So it's kind of like you're opening this this box and you're like, I got to close it somehow. Uh, I don't know. Right. Benmo, you know. So, yeah, I, I feel like the the ending, the ending really just did not land well. But, you know, if that's my if that's my complaint about this episode. Yeah. Like it's still pretty fun. Um other before we get to vibes, other things that we sort of glossed over, we do get uh a children's uh Xmas special which features uh both Quanzabot and Hanukkah Zombie. Um Quanzabot voiced by Coolio because mm-hmm. uh the lines were recorded before he died and there's a little um uh you know in memory of coolio like mm-hmm. at the end which was uh very uh very cool very sweet yeah um and, and uh, again the hanukkah zombie is mark hamill luke oh, yeah. skywalker mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's just incredible i, I mean just, he I, yeah I love, but he he voice acts like so many things i, I mean know, he was the joker very, he was the fire lord uh I, I understand it's just very funny to be it's like yeah i'll do the hanukkah zombie no no big deal <laughs> you're mark hamill man and uh yeah at the at the end uh we do get a little uh uh xmas rap from uh uh Kwanzaabot, um which is like a 12 days of xmas sort of thing which yeah. was a, it was a pretty good uh outro yeah, i'm glad bad. we ended on that rather than like 
Uh, I'm Ven. I'm uh, blackmailing. I'm you. eating Amy's Venmo. Uh, and so that was fun. We also uh, do, as part of that, get a brief nod to Fry's dog, which uh, okay. I do. I, I bring up mostly because I do feel like it it does sort of go back to the like, we got to get every character in here. Yeah, that's which fair. is It's a thing, you know, because like it makes sense that Kwanzaabad and Hanukkah zombie are in this episode. And I'm not going to give it too much uh like i'm not gonna crap on it too much uh i I, i'll i'll leave i'll leave this thread alone until we get an episode with like adlai atkins or morgan proctor uh particularly you you bring up adlai particularly if the episode is about how morgan proctor and adlai atkins are dating and fry and leela have feelings about their exes dating Oh, I kind of think make I kind of like it that. happen because I, I watched that like episode. That. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ben, no. I like I like that idea. Oh, no. Um, if that episode happens in this season, uh, I'm going to be like, boom, called shot. Um, it's going to be wild. Um, I, I already know that we're going to have feelings about next episode based on what I saw, the thumbnail that I saw. So that's a so, different discussion uh so anyways i'll i'll leave the whole like they're trying to rope in every single character alone with the exception of like they literally bright brought fry's dog back into this <laughs> equation for a split second and i'm like man they're really going for they're really going for the whole team here okay um <laughs> gotta get gotta get the band back together but uh yeah is there anything else that you wanted to talk about in this episode before we we get to the the next segment I mean, they're they're just small pieces here and there. Like the Hypnotoad Xmas Tree Topper looks so cool that I want to buy one immediately because it's mm-hmm. so awesome looking. Um, and also, uh, I really appreciated the line um, after after everybody's given the week off uh, to spend with their families. After uh, Farnsworth thinks that he's uh, made made the uh, robot Santa nice to everyone, uh, Leela says it's a human resources miracle, which I just thought was very funny. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, but that's but that's all I've got. And I think unless you've got anything that it's time for vibes. Uh, you know, I think we went kind of through it and I think you can kind of tell from at least my vibes that I thought this was a really funny episode. I very much enjoyed it. Yeah, there's that kind of like like wet fart at the end with the uh-huh. resolution of the, I know what you did next Xmas, but that doesn't really like, there have been some poor endings that I liked like 20, you know, 95% of the episode where the ending is kind of like, eh, and I'm sure. still like, I think that's good vibes. This feels it. it they, they did what I di- wasn't sure was possible and turn an Xmas episode into, you know, really good because you're, you know, if you do the robot Santa stuff, Again, you're you're very easily could be like going down the same path of, oh, you're trying not to get killed while you're trying to talk sense into him or something like that for it to basically recognize that and say, you know what, let's just kill him and see what ha- comes out of that and turn mm-hmm. it into this kind of like, how do you, you know, like Bender and Zoidberg panicking because now they got to get rid of this body somehow as if anybody actually would be up that upset (laughs) um Uh is this very funny because they they've clearly put a lot of like yes yes we think uh, there there's some thought that the the professor solved this 
um, but we're not sure. And then it's shown not to have solved it at all where, you know, if they had killed him three seasons ago, no one would have, no one would have batted an eye and they probably throw them a parade. Right. Um, but it's, it's very funny. It's all, all like built off of that panic of, uh, uh, we, we got drunk and did something stupid. Um, so it, it very much hits those kind of like, you know, nineties horror. Like I know what you did, uh, last summer vibes. Um, but it's, it's very, I find it very funny. I thought it was very thoughtful in how it, how it decided to do this. And, you know, I think it's a good, it's a good episode. It's good vibes. It feels like it fits in the Fox era. I'm other than the wet fart of an ending. I loved it. One thing we did forget to talk about, um, that, uh, I do want to bring up is that we do also get a throwback to the late Philip J. Fry because the professor has trouble shifting his, uh, time machine, so he just rather than go forward, he ends up going backwards through the whole like recreation of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just chills and watches like the, you know, Big Bang in reverse. And like we get a bunch of little uh, nods to the stuff that happens in that episode. Um, yeah, that is true. So we we did gloss right over that, which was, you know, a nice little uh, nice little throwback to that. I mean, that the late Philip J. Fry is a, is a, one of the the better uh comedy central era episode yeah, so it's fun agreed. to get that little throwback to it um anyways as far as as far as the vibes go on this one i loved this episode a lot i famously um and i've mentioned this on both of our podcasts not, not a fan don't care for holiday episodes and that's not, not a fan at that's all. that's not just for christmas episodes um i find a lot of holiday episodes are just a little tedious because they all tend to be a little samey. Um, sure. And even the ones that are not feel a little shoehorned in. Um, so I have like, I have weird feelings about a lot of Christmas episodes um, uh, and holiday episodes in general. This one was great though, because like, it was literally just, hey, here is all of your favorite Planet Express crew having just a good, wonderful Xmas time. They're simply having a wonderful Xmas time. Right. And I'm so sorry to literally everyone I've gotten that song in their heads. I'm a, basically I, a war I, criminal. I apologize for nothing. It's a great song. But yeah, like the Planet Express crew, they're all having these these great you know family get-togethers it was great seeing amy and kiff with their kids and like the extended family Mm -hmm. and um we get to see leela's mom and dad and her grandma right we get to see leela's family making a a appearance again and like you know fry's like charming leela's grandmother like oh if you don't marry him i will and like (laughs) such a such a grandmother reaction such a grandmother reaction so you know all these like very touching moments interspersed with jokes about turducken which made me laugh every time (laughs) and then cut to bender and zoidberg trying to dispose of a corpse And I will say, too, that we don't historically get 
a lot of episodes where Bender and Zoidberg are on the same team because Zoidberg is rarely on the same team as anyone. He's he's such the pariah that people are just like, whatever, go away, Zoidberg. Right. Um, the fact that like disposing of a corpse <laughs> bonds them to the point where they're like dancing and they're going to do the bender, do the bender and like dancing together <laughs> and like having kind of a fun time disposing of this corpse made it a really fun Christmas episode. Yeah, it was, it was very fun. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I had way more fun than like, this is probably my favorite Christmas episode that Futurama has done. It's one yeah, of my favorite so. Christmas episodes. Any TV show has ever done about Christmas because again, I don't, I don't generally like Christmas episodes. Sure. This was a ton of fun. I am going to give it not one, but two thumbs up. Whoa. This episode <clears throat> was everything I could have hoped for out of an episode of Futurama. Like I've had my I've had my nervousness about this season because, you know, sometimes it hasn't stuck the landing so well. It's been good, but like I wouldn't I wouldn't say this season has been great so far. This mm. episode was great. Like yeah. I loved it in literally in just because I watched it last night. And in talking about it today, I'm like, I might go back and rewatch this one tonight because wow. it was so wow. good. I loved it. I loved it up until the very end with the the weird I'm blackmailing you about Zoidberg thing. Everything else was great. I yeah. have I have that one complaint with with how it it landed at the end. Everything else was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I am. Yeah, I, I'm speechless at how good it was. And yes, I forgot to do the thumbs up. Uh, yes, it is a thumbs up from me. Um, very, one thumb, very, two thumb. I'm gonna go uh, one thumb on this one. Okay, I, that's I, a total of three I, thumbs. Th- that's a lot of thumbs for for an episode of Futurama in this scale that we've kind of created ad hoc. Everything is meaningless. Um. So remember to eat the, your turducken just, and dispose yeah. of corpses with your friends. Just remember that the vibes are good on this one. But we want to know what you think about this episode, about uh, you don't have to even think about the bees and spider thing. Yeah, let's not. What, what cursed content. Let us know if, although do let us know if the, uh, the bees killing Macaulay Culkin uh, wrecked you for life, like it sure. did with my sister. Um or if you let, have thoughts about The Wicker Man, a movie neither of us have seen. Let us know uh, if you've had turducken and what you think of the practice of stuffing a bird into a bird into a bird and then eating it. Yeah. We want to know. <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a coming comeback for that one. Why was this? This episode of Futurama was so good. Why is this episode of our podcast so cursed? <laughs> it's very cursed. I don't know why it's so cursed. Uh, you can tweet at us on failing website, formerly known as Twitter, at Back to Futurama. You can send us an email, Back to the Futurama podcast at gmail.com. We did receive a couple of emails this week. Uh, oh, one wonderful. was a an email from uh, Peyton again, because uh, last time we were like, oh man, like we, we got an email like, Two hours after uh, 
uh, <laughs> posting it. Tis I again. The reason I sent that email in so fast the last time is because I work overnights at a Walmart. And it's something I listen to before going on my days off. So you guys basically remind me that my days off are right around the corner. Hey, I am super I am, glad to be a harbinger of good things. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're good vibes o'clock and the good episode vibes. Like we're 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 glad that we could be there for you. Uh, we also got an email from Troy who says, "Hey guys, a few months ago when I started my new job, I was looking for the Futurama theme to put on." put on during a drive and found your podcast accidentally and gave it a go. I was instantly hooked and I have finally just finished Meanwhile today and gotten to the end of the Comedy Central run. Crazy to think that that was the end of Back to the Futurama for a few years. I'll be starting the Hulu episodes of the podcast soon and excited to have you guys back, even though for me, you never left. Just wanted to show my appreciation for an amazing series, and even though I've only been around a couple of months, and knowing there's more to come, I did feel a little emotional when your Meanwhile episode was wrapping up. Keep being awesome, guys. Cheers from one of your plentiful UK fans, Troy. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I love adding a Troy from the UK into our group of group of fans. Uh, thank you for, for finding us accidentally. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. You know, thanks. just really appreciative of that. And I, I'm glad you're enjoying it and, and hope to see you soon on the Hulu episodes. And yeah, that I remember being very emotional about that. Meanwhile episode. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and uh, you can also uh, thanks to, to all, both emails. Uh, you can also find us on the Internet at back to the Futurama.net. And you can find us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash back to Futurama, where we have two Patreon patrons to uh, talk about this week. Everyone is just on the back to the Futurama train this week. Uh, So thank you guys. uh, Thanks to um, Johan Kvande, which I hope I said right. Johan pledged in um, Swedish money, Swedish kroner, krona. Excellent. Uh, So, uh, I'm sure I said Swedish names wrong, <laughs> but uh, thanks for the support all the way from yes, uh, from Sweden. We do also have a uh, Patreon um, uh, Mike, no last name, uh, th- but you know who you are. So uh, thanks for being a Patreon patron as well. Thanks to everyone who contacted and supports us through Absolutely. all of those means and until i i do also want to just shout out the league of jeremy's uh the our podcast fan page on facebook run by superfan laura we we very much appreciate being able to see what y'all think of our episodes and the futurama episodes and that's where i'll probably be posting my poll for what we're going to next after the would you rather pod deck um because we're coming we're coming up quick on it you you heard the good good shuffle of six uh cards so uh just keep an eye out i'll probably be posting that poll here sometime soon and we'll figure out where we're going together uh but yeah thank you for for listening and and supporting us we really appreciate that you that you do that um and i hope i hope we continue to be a harbinger of good vibes good vibes for everyone yes indeed uh thanks everyone for listening and we will be back again next week Next time, we will be back with 
Rage against the vaccine. So I have concerns. I'm a little nervous at the title, but we'll find out. Maybe Adlai Atkins will show up uh, hand in hand with Morgan Proctor. Yeah, and may and maybe they'll be the Fauci <laughs> of the vaccine of twenty or thirty twenty three. Uh, we'll find out next week when we talk about Rage Against the Vaccine. But until then, I'm Ben, and I'm Mike. Goodbye, Goodbye from, from the, the world, world of, of tomorrow. Turducken. Excellent. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs>